millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Action Park Media. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. This is the Q&A episode you've written in or somebody did, and we are going to do our best to stumble our way through an answer. Again, we're not medical professionals or even professionals. That's not true. Paige is professional. I'm not. Okay. Who do we got today, Paige? We have got Randy. Hi, Randy. Randy says, I'm a 59-year-old man who has always struggled with weight. Currently, 6'1", 315 pounds. There is so much information out there on weight loss. I don't know what to believe. Intermittent fasting, keto, six smaller meals a day, high protein, low carb, high carb, low protein, calories in, calories out. It's all too much to digest. No pun intended. What would you suggest for someone like me? This is a great question, Randy. So I can't make a suggestion for someone like you because I don't really know what all of your preferences are, but I will tell you in listing out all those diets, they all work 
by the same foundational principle, which is you are expending more energy than you're taking in. So, you know, if you think about a car, you put a certain amount of gasoline into the car and the car can only run until that gasoline is depleted. Then it can't run anymore. The human body is way cooler than that. So we can store that gasoline. Like you go to sleep one night, you didn't use all your gasoline and suddenly it's turning that gasoline into reserves. That's not sitting in the fuel tank anymore, but it's sitting in like the auxiliary fuel tank. Those are our fat cells. When you then put less fuel into it on a daily basis, basically, than you use in that day, it's got to tap into those reserves. Any of those diets basically are trying to get you there into that zone where you're using more energy than you're consuming. So really, it's like, what do you feel the most comfortable doing? Some people like intermittent fasting because it's like they get this window where within that window, it's kind of hard to consume too much. And so you can kind of eat whatever you want because you've got such a finite thing and then you're full. Even if you're stuffing yourself, you're not, you haven't gone over your limit for the day of energy calories. Basically it's just a a representation of energy. And so, you know, you can get into like what calories, what nutrient filled calories make you feel the best and this and that. And like some people do really well on keto because it's hard to eat that much fat. And so they're just not eating as much as they normally would because it's easier to eat a bunch of calories in, in rice or bread or something like that. And, and when you take that out, it's like it's it's hard to eat two or three steaks to go over that limit. But I will tell you this, it's very easy to overeat doing keto. Very easy. All of the food is is really energy dense. So if you do wind up going over, you could go over by a lot and, and by adding stuff like heavy cream and, and cheese and oil and butter to everything, you are really spiking the amount of energy you're consuming. So you can actually gain weight on keto. Now, carbohydrates um, make your muscles store water. And so if you quit all carbohydrates, even in an energy surplus, you might weigh less on the scale. This is just your muscles getting rid of water. But if you want fat loss, if you want to tap into that stored energy in your body that's being stored as fat, you have to actually take in less energy than you're using. And so whatever way you figure out doing that, any of those diets, you can do that with any of those diets. But that is the kind of underlying principle that makes them all work. And would you say, because what you're saying, I guess for him, you know, he's like, where do I start? Right. And so amazing that you're saying any one of these you could start with. But if he's looking at all these and he's like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one to do. Like, would you say we don't recommend any particular diet for anyone? And obviously everyone is different, but is there something to like, okay, cool. I just want to get Again, I don't know deep into his situation, but let's say he's just like, I got to get 20 pounds off so I can get motivated, so I can get 
you know, into this and, and, and get back and get on something that's consistent. Like, would you say it doesn't matter necessarily what you do start with, like start with something, start, see how you're feeling and keep going. If it's working, you know what I mean? Like, how do you pick if all of these are going to essentially do the same thing if you're keeping to them strictly? Yeah. The dietary recommendations I would make, I would first say like the thing that I didn't look at for a long time was what caused me to get into the situation that I was in that I didn't like. And so what were my behaviors and and what was it with uh, regard to food that I was doing that led me to being 500 pounds? Now, he's not 500 pounds, but whatever. He, I think he said 390, right? 315, actually. 315. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. So 315. So for, for me, having done a bunch of diets and being at a place now where it's really easy for me to maintain my weight, I would suggest to somebody who isn't at that place to like take a long, hard look at how he can figure out his responsibility in getting to where he's gotten. What sort of foods has he been eating? And then and there's, there's a weird assumption you can make that people understand bad habits or habits that are contrary to their goals. I don't really like the words good and bad, but habits that are contrary to their goals. So if his goal is to not be 315 pounds, then to really try to look at the habits, maybe he's not aware of them. Like, and that's totally fair, but like a little bit of exercise is good. And thinking about things long-term, not doing a diet that is super, super strict, that gets you to your goal super, super fast. Not assuming that just losing the weight is going to mean that you keep it off. You know what I mean? These are all the kinds of things that I would want want to steer him to thinking about. I really prefer slow diets where you're um, hyper-focused on fat loss because you can easily lose water. It's much easier to reduce water in your body than it is to reduce fat. Like if you stopped eating salt and carbs, you could not lose any fat at all. And you could weigh a lot less by dehydrating yourself. Right. That to me is not optimal. That's not what I want. I, I don't want that for myself. So I would want people to be aware of that. Like that's something that can happen, you know? Yeah. That's actually such a good point on habits because, you know, let's just say for example, like I know for myself, keto was not good for me when I tried it and would not be good if I tried it again, because there's a lot of leeway in my mind. Anyway, I know there's stricter versions of keto than what some, let's just say what I've done, but there's leeway. It's like, as long as you're just eating these things, you can have as much as you, you know, I, I don't know the, all the ins and outs of it. So I'm not trying to say I can dictate what keto truly is, but I'm saying as an example, that would not be good for me because right. my habit is to just eat too much of something. Right. And that said, you and I know people with autoimmune where it's like, they actually do better physically feel better, almost come to life more when they're eating that way versus yeah. when they eat a bunch of carbs. And it's like, oh my God, look at what's happening to him. Now he's like become sickly because of these carbs. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing. Like, do you have undiagnosed autoimmune? I don't know. We don't know any of that. So, and, and yeah, the leeway is crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, pork skin, fried pork skin's got a lot of calories in it. You know, yeah. and then if you're dipping it in, um, you know, some kind of he heavy fat dressing, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, there would be these crazy keto ranch dressing that's made with like cream cheese and heavy cream, like, and that's a lot of energy that you're taking in that maybe you're not burning. Right. Right. 
Yeah, no, I like that. I appreciate what you said there. Just look at his, yeah, for him, just going, where do I start? Like, cool. What are the habits that got you where you are? Or some, we're not going to always isolate all of them, but like, what are some and looking at these and then, yeah, trying one for a bit seeing how you feel. Is it successful? Can you stick to it? All that stuff and evaluating like what to do next or to stick with that. Yeah. I, I mean, processed food seems to be really calorically dense, not super satiating means, meaning you like you eat it and you're hungry right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, if you just, again, I don't know if that's what he's eating a lot of, but if you just switched from eating processed food to not processed food, maybe you're fuller, mm-hmm. less hungry and consuming less energy. And that is enough to do it. Maybe it's literally that little, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. And that's Amazing. not, that's not a diet. You even have to think about all that much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Thank you for your question. If you have a question that you'd like answered on this podcast, please email it to us at americanglutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.